Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily, most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily, thoughts and comedy from Broadway super fans. From Broadway Superfans. Well, RIP American Psycho. Yeah, you saw it today. You saw the second to last I performance. I How was that? The matinee. It was fucking amazing. I yeah. had such a fantastic time. I went with my friend Anne Marie, who hadn't seen it but loves the movie a lot. And we just had a we laughed our fucking heads off. Like we just really I wish I could have seen it again. Mm, yeah, we really had such a great time. I I think the audience energy helped a lot, you know, and I think it was a lot better energy than the last time we saw it, obviously. Um, yeah. You know, closing energy, there was more of the audience response that, like, I was having, like, people laughing and cheering and being like, oh, my God, this is so amazing and hilarious and ridiculous. Like, people were yeah. like, it was like, oh, not everybody, the person sitting next to me certainly was not on board with it. <laughs> But more people were like, ah, yes, I'm seeing a satire, and it will be yeah. hilarious. That was so funny. That show. True to everyone. Oh, that show was so good. I wish I'd seen it more. It was so funny. It's so hilarious. The satire is just so good. And yeah. I'm really falling deeply in love with Miss Unpronounceable Name. Helene York. It's really much simpler than I'm it just really. I think there's so, too many options for pronunciation, and it scares me <laughs> because I don't know which one is correct. And once I know which one is correct for sure, then it'll be easy to remember. But until yeah. I have have confirmation, I don't know if it's Helen. I don't know Helene. I don't know York Yorkie. Who knows? Too many combinations. But I'm obsessed with her. She's just so funny. I think my Ugh. favorite line in the entire show is when they're having that dinner party and she's like, uh, you know, Patrick Bateman says something about like uh, people living in other cities and uh, Paul doesn't understand. And she's like, he's joking. It's a joke. People don't live in other places. They don't live there. <laughs> like <laughs> Her delivery just. That's great. Double quick change. Mm. Ugh, d- yeah. Yep. Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> she was it. just giving it all today. I'm sure. Ugh. So good. And most of their merch was sold out. I was hoping it would all be on sale, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was like all yeah, sold out. Too bad. They had like nothing left. Um, oh. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, it was great. They had, like, the, you know, phone batteries and, like, posters and T-shirts and raincoats. Hmm. Interesting. Which is why I'm super glad that I scooped up those magnets the first time we saw it. Yeah, no kidding. Those magnets well, that's are good. Great. I wish I had, I mean, it, again, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a we're closing Sunday situation, but I was seeing School of Rock again which was planned way ahead so i just didn't have like extra money to see another totally, show yeah which is too bad 
which a school of rock was a delightful again. Yeah. I sat in the weird mezzanine of how was the view though? The winter garden. It was nice though. It was nice. The rake is so gentle that if someone tall is sitting pretty like close to you, it could be a problem for shorter people. I didn't have that issue though. Mm. But I was like surrounded by a group of like teenage tourists oh. and they were all mm. on their phones the whole time. And oh, I no. had to ask a lot of people to put their stuff away. Damn. And at one, uh, at one point a girl climbed over the seat in front of her to leave the row that must have been like their chaperones row to go to the bathroom. Oh my God. That's annoying. Well, I'm glad they were experiencing theater. Did you see any variation of actors than the other time we saw it? Some of the kids were different. Lawrence was different. The keyboard player, Mm -hmm. the drummer kid was different. Uh, I think there was one other different kid that I can't remember right now. Hmm. All the adults were the same. They don't, they don't age out. Uh, uh, but most of like summer was the same. The Zach, the guitarist and the, and Katie, the bassist were the same. All great. You know, everybody's just loses their shit when those kids start playing. Of course. Did you <laughs> see that hilarious um gif that someone made from the hollywood roundtable hollywood reporter I did. of uh um i don't know what he's talking about because i didn't actually I watch either. it but um oh my god what's his name dewey alex brightman alex brightman is talking about something and leslie odom jr is just sitting there like shut up white boy yeah oh my god that gif is fantastic so funny i'm tempted to watch it to find out what he was actually talking about at that moment and see if it even was in reference to diversity i don't know i read the i'm too bored to actually watch it i read the like edited transcript of both of those the ladies round table and the men's round table and diversity did come up and it was uh it wasn't dominated by the all other white people. Hmm. Uh, I think they broached the topic with Leslie. Hmm. So I don't, I don't know if that's what it came from. Cause they talked about a bunch of different things, but they definitely talked about that a bit. Right. I never watch or read those or pay attention to those things. Cause I don't care. Hmm. I think they're pretty interesting. I like them. Hmm. I haven't watched any of them, but I think I didn't realize that that was a thing. I think until like last year or two years ago. Hmm. And I was like, that's cool that they did that. And someone was like, they do that every year. Ah! I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> that's funny. Interesting. Well, speaking of school of rock, I found something weird on the internet. <laughs> really? Was, you don't say. <laughs> something weird was, on the internet. That never happens, Patty Devery. Get out. I got into some sort of Facebook rabbit hole and wound up <laughs> on the Facebook page of one of my high school voice teacher slash choir directors, not the one that went to jail. Uh, and... My high school's musical this year for 2016 was School of Rock. That's crazy. They did like a school edition. How did they get the hookup with like the, you know, like to be the school that gets to test out the show? I don't know. I mean, when I was there 
And as far as I know, still, we had a pretty good program. And we did, you know, we don't have huge budget, but it's still like white suburban, right? you know, middle class, upper middle class Chicago suburbs budget. So better than a lot of places. Mm-hmm. But I, I also found it interesting because I was looking at photos that they had like their own Twitter account for like a four performance show, which I think is hilarious. And I was looking at photos and like, like all of the ensemble was girls, which I also feel like if you're going to be part of a pilot program like that, you should have the ability to have the casting that the ideal casting rather. And I don't think an all female ensemble, except there's one guy, not including the band, just like the ensemble people in these photos, as far as I could see, is the ideal casting for that show. Yeah, I guess I'd be curious about to know how they got that hookup. Because I like when I worked at Stage Door, they were always, you know, jerking themselves off about how they were like, we tested out the high school version of Spring Awakening before anyone else did. Yeah, well, and I read, I read that book. I can't. I think it's called Drama Drama School or something like that. No, it's about a high school in like in a Pittsburgh or like outside of Pittsburgh. Was about Stage Door Theater Geek. I think that one's called. Mm. I never read it. Um, I think it's called Drama High, mm. and they ended up doing a lot of those pilot programs. They did Rent and Les Mis there first, and those kids, what? very There's few of them. There's a junior version of Les Mis? Yeah. That's weird. How long <laughs> is it? I don't know, but Cameron McIntosh drove out to the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania, to see it. Wait, but, like, how long is it? I need to know. Uh, I don't know. It's probably, like, two and a half hours. They probably cut... You know, an hour out of it. Wonder what they cut. Anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. Two and a half hours is like a regular length no, of like I know. Camelot. I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. But it's just there's so much in the story. It's like, where do you cut? Oh, I honestly, I don't know. I don't know. If any of you have done Lame is high school edition and are also obviously familiar with full full out Lame is, mm, mm. let us know what the differences are because yeah. I don't know either. Very I haven't curious. seen high school Lame Very is. curious about all the differences between the yeah. regular versions. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was weird. I don't know how they got the opportunity to do that. Uh, just And weird just because it's so recently opened. Yeah. And because last week we were talking about high schoolers playing kids and the whole like... <laughs> The whole, uh, the whole like marvel of it is that it's like high school like ten year olds playing, playing weird. like amazing rock and roll music and like high schoolers playing amazing rock and roll music is a little less like impressive right because you know garage bands and right, whatever right. yeah anyway that I was like really confused when I saw that uh, okay well we did it we shut down the Spring Awakening Kickstarter. <laughs> God damn it. There's Just somewhere kidding. there's a timeline where that's happening, Adina Menzel. <laughs> You're right. You're right. God damn it. Somewhere there's another timeline where people actually gave a shit about what we were saying and stopped the bad things they were doing. I mean, yeah, check-in is that it's still there. It jumped, as we all suspected. Mm-hmm. Pretty, It's jumped a couple of times pretty significantly. Well, I did see that somebody... They now have one backer who backed the $10,000 pledge of getting to go to the party. 
<sighs> Ken Davenport, you're already going to the party. And they have one backer who backed a $5,000 to get a voice. Oh, no. To get Ga- Katie Owick. Is that how her last name is pronounced? B- I don't know who. B- Katie. B-O-E-C-K. She's the voice of right. Wendela. Ah. I don't know how her last name is pronounced. But she's going to okay. write and record a personalized song for someone for $5,000. Cool. Yeah, it's a bullshit. Where'd all this random... Yeah, because last time I had checked it, it was about at half of what it is now. Yeah, I checked it this morning, I think, and it was 118 and now it's 135 plus, mm-hmm. so whatever. It's just so, you know, it's just... Ah, it makes me so angry, and at this point, I'm like, I'm over it because I can't. Well, sure. I don't know what else They're I just can do. So- I can't do anything else. I tweeted at Pat I- Kiernan, and I asked him how I could submit a story to New York One. He didn't They'd he probably didn't be like, we'll vaguely cover this story, <laughs> just like everyone else. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not, I don't mean to give them the benefit of the doubt, and that's not what I'm doing. But the fact that they're literally not answering people who are like, mm-hmm. wait. How is this possible? Mm-hmm. Is like this, that's shitty. It's really fucked up. Like that these are legitimate questions. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So anyway, that's still happening. I just wanted to give us a a follow up check I mean, in. I, I'm sure I really feel like I can't ever pay money to see anything with Ken Davenport's name on it ever again. I'm not saying I won't see shows with his name on it. I won't pay money for them. Fair. doesn't seem like it'll actually be that difficult thing to do. (laughs) But like, I don't know. I see what you're saying. Uh, I think it would, it's a hard thing. And uh, I know that you have done that sort of thing in the past. So you're fully capable of doing it. But like, I'm sitting here and thinking, oh God, that means that even though we saw Kinky Boots, I couldn't see Kinky Boots again. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, I saw it. I don't, there's nothing I don't compelling. mean like right now. Right, sure. I mean I just like, like after I like, saw it I'm initially. just like, right, like if fucking Ken Davenport is producing something next season, if we don't get our comps to it, we're not, I'm not seeing it. I can't, I can't give him my money. I can't give someone my money who's stealing money from people purposefully, who is purposefully deceiving people to take their money, like vulnerable people, being like, hey, people who are attached to something that I had a hand in, I'm going to deceive you so I can take your money. I can't, I cannot, with that knowledge, I can't give him my money ever. That's supporting it. That's condoning it. And I don't. Well, on the other end of the spectrum, Steve Martin, A.D. Bricall, there's like a Playbill article that I don't think purposefully because Playbill hasn't like gotten involved, right. but seems like a direct reaction to that. Mm, yeah, it really does. Uh, that they're using their own money to, to get their musical to the Tony Awards. It is not grossing very much. Mm. Mm. It's funny, you know... <laughs> Not to give Ken Davenport any leeway at all because he's still human garbage. But, like, it does seem like within the last two years even, the 
you know, what's going on on the Tony Awards? It's not, it's not such a cut and dry, this is what the show is going to be anymore. And having a development like this of having, like, shows trying to put their name out for any goddamn thing. Yeah. You know. I just really enjoyed that headline on Playbill when it was posted because it was like, Steve Martin and Edie Brickell are putting their own money in to get their show on the Tonys. And I was like, hey, that's the shade of it all. Just yeah, such so perfect. It was wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) Betty Buckley just posted one of Taraji P. Henson's Instagram photos. Oh, my God. I have to see what it was. What was it so important that Betty Buckley wanted to repost? Something that Taraji posted. <laughs> what is it? It's like an inspirational quote. What does it say? Follow Read your it. intuition. Be smart. Be brave. Tell the truth. And don't take any shit. <laughs> it's very applicable to what we're talking about. <laughs> I just really love that Betty Buckley likes Taraji. I hope she watches Empire. There really wasn't a whole lot of news today, but we got some some movie news, some musical movie news. Unsurprisingly, the In the Heights movie is back on. Oh shit. I I feel like even though his DNA obviously is all over both of these shows, In the Heights is such a different show that like people who love Hamilton and think they love Lin Manuel Miranda <laughs> will go see this movie oh. and then be like, and then be like, oh, like they might not hate it, but they'll be like, oh, it's a musical, right? Well, and like also- where you don't think that Hamilton is a musical because it's like different than whatever your brain thinks a musical is, right? In the Heights is very much a musical, Definitely. and also I think that Hamilton is obviously the sophomore album. You know what I mean? In the Heights is like the tester. Yeah. Hamilton is that like, well, yeah, it's like, it's like when like, you fall in love with an artist and then you go, you're like, I want to listen to all their work. I want to know all their work. And you go back and you read their old stuff and you're like, yeah, I can see how you got to where you got to. Yeah. Cause in the Heights is great and we love it, but like Hamilton is a whole other thing. Like I think, right, I think Hamilton exactly. is crafted on a much higher level than in the Heights oh, was. Yeah. The game yeah, the, Heights the Heights is like his college project because that's literally what it was. Yeah, that then, you know, got legs. But right. it's very and I don't mean this in a in a negative way, but it's very formulaic. Right. It has very predictable musical theater beats. Yeah. And that's part of the reason that I love it. Right. Even though because people are like, that part. And I'm like, I love that part. Right. I, I know Abuela was going to die, but whatever. <laughs> no, I mean, I love In the Heights. I think it's highly enjoyable and entertaining. And it is like, oh, yeah, you took the incredible, well-known... You know, it's like the same thing we really like about Book of Mormon. You took the thing yes. that we know so well and you made it really, really, really funny. And I think yeah. In the Heights was Lynn's first version of, like, you took the thing we really like, musical theater in the form, and you did it with rap music. So then, obviously, yeah. Hamilton is this thing where he was like, okay, now that I know that I can do musical theater with rap, now I can just let my creativity for rap be free-flowing, and I don't have to right. stick to the structure. Yeah, you have but to had, learn the rules right, before exactly. you can break the rules. And, like, clearly yeah. in the Heights is him learning how to play with musical theater, because it's so But don't you think, formulated. I just think it's going to be so funny. Oh, to, yeah, so to many people. people are going to be super let down. 
Because <laughs> like, fuck them well, because, because it's, it's people are going to be angry and let down because instead of thinking about it in a way of like. Like, I am looking at this artist's earlier work, the work that they did that, you know, taught them how to be an artist that was good enough to make the art that they made later. Yeah. <laughs> that The art where you learned is never as good as the art that, that benefited, from the, benefited from the learning. So Yeah, yeah. But other people aren't going to go into it that way. They're just going to be like, oh, my God, it was so bad. Hamilton was so good. I don't get it. And you're going to be like, yeah. Oh, guys, why do we judge Sorry. art like that? I'm I'm curious about casting. I hope he doesn't cast himself oh, yeah. in the movie. No, no, I don't think so. He's got. He, first of all, who knows when it's going to happen? He does have so much going on that I don't. Depending on when that happens, I don't. Because now he again another announcement. It's been confirmed, and there's a release date that he's going to be in that new Mary Poppins movie. Wait, have they confirmed he's leaving the show, though? Uh, I don't think it's been full-out confirmed, but it's July 9th. I don't... I'm really curious about this, though, because the way the news broke, where it was like, oh, somebody said that he said that he had a lot going on and wasn't going to continue, and then uh, tickets to his final performance for $10,000... And you were like, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, did we get a confirmation that he was leaving the show? But No, I don't like, think we that we have. So, I don't know. I, I would find it weird that he wouldn't sign on for another year. I, I don't think so. Part he's, of it I understand because he he's so popular right now and he has so many projects he can put his hand in. But it's also Lin-Manuel Miranda who loves musical theater and like I feel like he is very like true to Broadway. So, like... Wouldn't well, he want to stay write another musical? Like, wouldn't he want to stay and enjoy this time? Like, he has his whole life to fucking write another musical. It seems weird to me that he would only do the show for a year. I, it doesn't seem weird to me. I mean, listen, like, if obviously, from have, my like, perspective, I'm also like, yay, that makes me want to see the show actually because I don't want to see him in it again personally. Yeah, but. It's for me, it seems weird that he would choose. Like, I would think that he would want to stay. You don't agree? I no, I think I think he's been in it for so long already because it's not even just Broadway, obviously. It just seems like they're having the absolute time of their lives over there. It's like a fucking party every day. I disagree with that. And maybe he'll come and do those ham for hams every day Mm. or. Well, not every day. He does them like once a week or something, right? <laughs> I don't know. I think they're only on two show days. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's weird. Adina Menzel left Wicked. I know it's not the same thing. But she like, left after nine Not even months. a full year. Well, I think that, I think that specifically because it's not just like he was starring in a show. It's his show. Yeah. I think that's why I thought that he would want, like, it's his baby. It's literally his baby. I mean, no, he sh- has a little that, baby. That show is his child. No, fuck <laughs> that human child. I mean, that <laughs> Hamilton he, he worked on for seven years. That baby only had to cook in his wife's stomach for nine months. True. You know, I just feel like he's so attached to the project. I, I'm, whatever. I mean, we don't need to dwell on my emotions about this. 
<laughs> no, I don't. I'm surprised that you have such strong emotions. I just thought it, I was really shocked that he would lead, that he wouldn't sign off for another year. I don't know. For some reason, it really. I was like, what? I would think that he would want to stay there and stay there and soak it all in. Like it. You're like riding high. You're the hit show. The celebrities coming backstage every day. I mean, obviously, I'm sure it's extremely exhausting. But I don't know. And it's not like he's not going to have... Obviously, you know, you got to pounce on the opportunities when they happen, but... Yeah. You got time, kid. Whatever. I don't care. I can't wait to find out who's his replacement is. And then I'll see the show again in five years. Yeah, right? Maybe you'll win the lottery. (laughs) Maybe, I mean, well, people already bought all those other tickets, but, like, maybe that won't be so crazy then. Mm. You know? I I will be interested to see, like, because I think the piece itself has draw. But I will be interested to see, like, who, because, like... It, it must be difficult for people who don't see theater all the time to like not understand that there's a time limit on when all those people are going to be in the show. Well, I mean, even though you get it, but you know what I mean? Like if you bought your tickets for like two years from now, you might not immediately think, Oh, those people aren't going to be in it. Right. I mean, I I don't know. I guess I had also when I saw that thing that was like his like tickets are ten thousand dollars for his final performance. I was like, Ugh, I know. I was like, a like whatever. Everybody can go fuck themselves. That's stupid. That's scalpers. You're, you're scalping those tickets. Like that's stupid, yeah. kids. Yeah. It's stupid. You're not making like anyone associated with the show rich. The show is making like no. two hundred dollars, and then some dude from Long Island that like came into the city and bought a fucking ton of tickets is making like gross $9,000 plus I need whatever but also I was like I guess because I'm not oh you know in tune with the pulse of the Hamilton fanaticism I thought that the show the show was the star the show I think is the star but also like so one of the podcasts I listened to one of the other ones is the Gilmore Guys podcast and they're like one of the guys knows like knows and likes musical theater or whatever. The other one doesn't. They are obsessed with Hamilton and and like talk about it all the time mm-hmm. on this Gilmore Girls podcast. And they also like they love Leslie and they love to be Diggs and like the one guy when he came and it was the first musical I think he'd ever seen like bought tickets, probably, you know, bought a $500 ticket or whatever, because he just was like, you know, I spent a lot of money on it. Mm. And like, it's, it's like that guy who had never been to a musical before. I don't know what it would have meant if he saw it without those people. Right. Because also these people are obviously hearing the cast recording first. And that's what they're obsessed with. So it's like going to a Britney Spears. Well, she doesn't sing. It's like going to, you know, a Coldplay concert or whatever. And the lead singer is different. Right. Right. And you were expecting to see Chris Martin. Exactly. Like when I saw Wicked for the first time, I 
had two feelings. One of them was that I felt guilty for liking um, <laughs> Megan Hilty so much. <laughs> yes, you like felt like you were cheating on I Kristen. I felt like I was cheating on Kristen. And I also felt confused and like disappointed in a way because Shoshana Bean wasn't doing exactly what Adina did on the cast recording, which in retrospect is so fucking disappointing because my God, Emily, what was Shoshana Bean doing? Well, right. (laughs) God damn it. God damn it. 16 year old Emily. You have no idea. You stupid bitch. You know what I mean? Like I, I think it will be so interesting. I mean, not that I'm going to hear what people think, Yeah, but like, I wonder what, when, when those original cast members leave, what that might do to ticket sales. I'm very I still curious. Think th- because, I still think the show will right, sound right. crazy. Me too. Me too. I think that the, sh- I still think the show is plenty fine on its own and will run for several years, but I am, yes, curious. Anyway, the other movie that is getting a remake is Guys and Dolls, which I'm happy about. Why? Why? I don't I'm know about casting. Why you're happy? I understand why you're happy. Why sure, is it happening? Sure. I don't know. There's there's the and old. Who's there's in it? one. I don't know. There's no casting yet. There's one version of it, obviously with Frank Sinatra, and that is like a classic movie. But it's also there's a lot of differences from the musicals. So some people are like. I honestly haven't seen that movie in a long time, so I don't know. I think it has a like a mixed. It's like a classic, but it's also people are like, but it's not the stage show, mm, you know. Mm. I mean, I don't know why we need it. Uh, I, well, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I. <laughs> I need it because I want it. But, I mean, sure, um, sure, sure. Not my I get show, what you're though. saying. If they sort of, I don't know, if they did something different to it, I'd be interested. If they just sort of make a Guys and Dolls musical right, movie, right. then I'd be like, well, we already have that right. with Frank Sinatra. So what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that's kind of all the news that we have. All right. So one of the other things we're going to do today is Tony predictions. Tony's. Awards suck, man. <laughs> I don't know why. I love award shows. And so I just I'm like I'm listening. I'm like also looking at um, Twitter right now with these drama desk awards coming in, and like, no, I'm not. I don't. I just don't really have emotional reactions. Have you been looking at at these winners? I mean, no, I've been focusing on our podcast. <laughs> just kidding, but no, I ha- I have the thing open. Saycon so like, one. Yes. Yeah. That's exciting. And Jane Krakowski won. Right. She loves me and American Psycho seem to be sort of splitting. I mean, definitely more Amer- um she loves me, but American Psycho has won a couple awards. That's good. Yeah. And Savion won for choreography. Right. Shuffle along, tap, 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 tap. Too bad that they yes. don't have an individual tap award. It's true, but we do. <laughs> Everybody look out for a schmazy announcement that's coming today, as in the day that this episode is released later in the day, <laughs> if you're listening to it right when it comes out. Okay, list of nominees, yeah? Yep. 
best orchestrations? I think Alex Lacamoire is going to win. Probably, yeah. I mean, I think all of these... uh, She Loves Me is a smaller orchestra. I wish they had used the original orchestrations. Mm. Uh, but for for the orchestra that they have, I think I, Larry Hockman did do a good job. Yeah, I like I like the f- Broadway's first bluegrass musical, Bright Star. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're all great, but Alex Lackmore is going to win. Yeah, of course. Best choreography. Choreography. If I were voting, I would vote for Shuffle Along. Yeah, I think Savion Glover has a chance. Yeah, me too. I think I think because it's possible, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's tough because I mean Andy Blankenbuehler is great. Obviously, we love him, mm-hmm. but it's such a different style, and the Tonys do love a tap show. Yeah, but I guess I mean I don't know. I feel like this is maybe one of those things where we're going to go through this list and think about it, and even sitting watching the show, be like, I don't know, it could be this, but it could be this, and then and it's just going to be Hamilton. It's just going to be Hamilton, 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 (sighs) Hamilton, Hamilton, and you're going to be like, oh right, yeah, okay. Remember like way back in the day when Lin Manuel Miranda was like, I'm writing a musical about Hamilton, and we were all like, wow, that'll win all the Tonys that year. (laughs) you're right like i really kind of feel like that's what's gonna happen but whatever maybe let's continue all right lighting design of a musical Uh, i don't i don't know i I would again it'll probably be hamilton i mean because it's american psycho that's what i was gonna say because it's fresh in my mind also american psycho the lighting was fantastic the The lighting lighting was so good yeah. I love that musical. <laughs> the original Spring Awakening is the first time I ever was like, oh, lighting. That's funny. I mean, I don't even, I hadn't seen very many shows up to sure. that point on Broadway, but still. Not that this was the first, but one of my earliest, most vivid memories of appreciating lighting, Kinky Boots. Mm. Like, uh, not that long ago. Yeah. Because I just remember that, oh, that that diva lighting that Lola gets when she does her 11 o'clock number. And I was like, holy shit, this is the best lighting I've ever seen. This is the best lighting I have ever seen in a Broadway show. Yeah, really great lighting. That's really good. Costumes. Costume design. Okay, I haven't seen She Loves Me yet. She Loves Me has great costumes. Of those three, of those four, I'd probably say She Loves Me, but... I guess Hamilton's going to win. Yeah, I'm sure Hamilton will win. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the costumes are very beautiful. Everybody loves a fucking pretty period piece. Yeah, that's true. Um, I like Shuffle Alongs, too, in that regard. Me, too. I really like Shuffle Alongs costumes. They were really, really good. Yeah. Um, and Tucker Everlasting's costumes were pretty as well. Mm-hmm. Probably Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, Hamilton. Ham, 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 ham. Scenic design of a musical. I would vote for American Psycho. Mm, I would vote for She Loves Me. That's what everyone says. They want to, like, live there or something. Yeah, it's it's just, it's like such a great musical set. Yeah, yeah. If that makes sense, you know? Yeah. Which makes sense for being such, like, a classic show. Totally. Uh. Uh, Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Hamilton will fucking win that too. Whatever Hamilton. Whatever Hamilton. I don't know. Okay. Actually, I, that is actually I would have to it's say. A great set. I think the thing. It's a really great set. That that Hamilton that's going to make Hamilton have a little 
testing is she loves me because mm. I think that she loves me and the color purple are two things that are going to be very, very are the strongest things going on in revival. Yes, absolutely. So I think in the categories where the revival and the originals have to go up against each other, I think that's when you're like, Oh, I don't know. She loves me. Could take set only mm. because so many people have been talking about that set. And I've just heard a lot yeah. of people talking about it. Yeah. But probably Hamilton, 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 Hamilton. Speaking of which, one of our Twitter followers, I don't think he watched it, but um, tweeted, uh, mentioned us in a tweet about a Tony Award commercial. Oh. um, Saying it was really obnoxious. I'm trying to find the tweet. Hold on. Uh, Marshall Knight. It was Marshall Knight. Oh, hey, Marshall. I watched it, and it it's really funny. You it? should find it and watch it. It's happening. It's all happening. Happening. <laughs> Join me, James Corden, as I host the Tony Awards live Sunday, June 12th on CBS. It's Broadway's biggest night. First time I'm thinking past tomorrow. It's your one chance to see the most spectacular show to hit Broadway in years. Hamilton. <laughs> Don't miss a special live performance of the smash everyone's talking about. Will it win the most total? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? This commercial is offensive. This commercial is really offensive. It's the Tony Awards. It's not the Hamilton show. It is super obnoxious, but here's why it doesn't bother me that much, because I would rather have them use an actual show sure, that's currently course, on Broadway course, to pull in audiences than, like, it's just Sting always and Jennifer like Hudson. Obnoxious. It's, it's just always obnoxious. when. <laughs> yeah. Will it win the most Tonys ever? I do appreciate it. I do appreciate that it said like one of the most spectacular shows. It wasn't like the best show that ever existed. Right, right. It is really funny. It is funny that, it, but the commercial is just clearly very much like, oh my god, oh my god, we actually have something mainstream. We have it. Yeah, we have something mainstream. We did it. Oh my god, like it's so- no Tonys. You did nothing. And no one can, you're right. It is, they're actually, the CBS is probably like, thank God, because I know, right? nobody can see this show. God, yeah. Oh my God. It's your only chance. It's your only chance to see Hamilton. So funny. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, especially because they, when they do things on TV, which has only been a few times, they always do the same things. <laughs> so, like, I think, well, I think on this, you might get to see parts that have never been televised oh. before. Oh, my God. That's funny. Patty, oh. Patty, just to pause for a second, Backstreet Boys yeah. just started trending. Should we find out why? <gasps> yes, let's find out why. Backstreet Boys is trending. Why? Um, I think they're on the Miss USA contest. Oh, that's uh, unfortunate. <laughs> anyway. Okay, let's keep going. Keep going. Where were we? That's direction. Direction of a musical. I would hands down George C. Wolf. No question. Yes. George yes, Wolf. George C. Wolf. It's Absolutely. not even a contest for me. Yeah. Tommy Kale's going to win. Yep. Great. Since we're agreed. Yeah. Original score. Who's going to win? Hamilton. Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> uh, uh, God, I would pay all. I would give anything. I would give my life and, and commit myself to indentured servitude if I could have an, an ear in when Andrew Lloyd Webber finds out he didn't win. 
Ugh. And the or, or just know, like right? when the rant goes out about him being upset about it, because you know Ugh. that he's just gonna be like, "Do these people even know who I am?" I have no idea what it his costs voice so sounds much like. Money <laughs> to make a musical. Nobody wants to employ me at all. <laughs> I don't know what he sounds like. I mean, that's not far off. I just feel I like he sounds like a slimy British guy. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, Hamilton's going to win that one. I'm fine with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not like yeah. again. I'm not. I think it. Yeah, I think no. out of those choices, it is definitely the strongest score. Yeah, I would say it's between that and Waitress, but obviously Hamilton's Waitress is amazing, but Hamilton's doing something that is new. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Book of a Musical. I mean, uh, obviously shuffle along, yeah, but Hamilton's gonna yeah, win. I would, I would also vote for shuffle along. Okay, right star. I don't know. I don't know why. I'm not sure why you're in here. I mean, I get it's it. Steve Martin. I get it, but okay. Oh, Steve Martin was a, a nominee for a Tony. That's cute. I'm kind of about that. <laughs> I finished watching the seventh season of Parks and Rec today. You hadn't watched the seventh season of Parks and Rec? No, I did. I finished it today. Oh, okay. I, but I mean before today. Right. Oh, okay. You knew that. I didn't know that. I didn't watch the seventh season. I didn't watch oh, it because I, I wasn't ready. And then I finally oh, watched it. Oh, I didn't it. know that. I watched it like oh, this past week. Isn't it so good? It's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, okay. Oh, our, here's the category. Oh, this is the hardest. This is the most competitive category that ever exists in the Tonys. Yes. That's performance featured by actress. a featured actress in a musical. Sorry. Let's mm-hmm. both say it. Let's say it together. <laughs> Renee Elise Goldsbury. Yeah, I I would vote for her, and I hope she, like, I want her to win. Any I hope of these she women wins. who wins. I honestly, like, like, Top, top, I mean, everybody. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Everybody. I mean, I want to be like Renee or Danielle, but yeah, smart. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, this is always the hardest category. It's, it's almost always, always like any of always, these women could win, always. and I'd be happy about it. I really, I'm I'm in for Renee, though. I'm really here for yeah, Renee. Yeah, so she, good. <sighs> it's her time. And she's so fucking yeah. amazing in that show. And mm-hmm. everybody agrees that, like, yes, we love Hamilton, but really what we love is that reverse song that she does. That's the best part yes. of the entire show. Let's just yes. face it. That's the best yes. part of the entire show. Yes. I agree. Mm. Featured actor. Well, I definitely think it should be Christopher Fitzgerald. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Christopher. I mean, I don't feel bad for him, actually. But, like... I know he's fine. Mm. Uh, Daveed Diggs is going to win. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm. I would probably. And I would vote great. for him. I think. I yeah. Would, yeah. I love Chris yeah. Jackson and I love Brandon Victor I, Dixon. Yeah. Uh, I think second choice. I would vote for Brandon. He mm. had a very layered, yeah. layered performance. Yeah. Definitely. I agree with that. Plays, plays, plays. Performance by a leading actress in a musical. Cynthia Erivo. Winner, I mean, winner, yeah. chicken dinner. Why yeah. is that a phrase? And, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Just because it sounds know, nice? Make it, 
Yeah, I guess. Because it rhymes. My niece is obsessed with that phrase and says it like every five minutes. I always want to say it and I stop myself most of the time because I'm like, that's really obnoxious. (laughs) (laughs) It just rolls off the tongue so nicely. Yeah, I think that's why it's a phrase, but I don't know where it came from. I mean, Cynthia Erivo is just, it's her. Yeah. It's her. It absolutely is her. Yeah. Everyone else deserves a nomination, Philippa Sue, however, not in leading. Yeah. I understand why they did it, but producers, come on. Me too. Come on, Me get too. over yourself, producers. Just belong in that category. Well, and vote and nominators. I mean, I think they were just like, we wanted to nominate her, right. which I get. But well, like, but it's two it's different committees. It's two different committees that make those no, decisions. No, I know it's two different committees. So, but the people who were nominating should have been like, no, we do not accept her <laughs> as a leading actress. Because you can do that. They tried to do that with Kate Winslet uh, the year she was in Revolutionary Road and the reader for Best Actress. And they, the Golden Globes let her get away with it. And the Academy Awards did not. <laughs> and they were like, no, you can only, you're a leading actress in both of these movies and you can only submit one. Yeah. And that was the year she won. <laughs> anyway. I have to say, I have to say, I mean, Carmen Cusack is so up there for me. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard because I feel like Cynthia is giving just like this incredible performance of this iconic character and is just mm-hmm. like breathing this life into this character that few women are capable of breathing the life into. And because the character that we get from Carmen is a new character that we're just meeting, it's like she just birthed a human. Well, and, but I think, I think what's difficult for me is, and it's not really her fault, but there's not enough of her in that show. That's true. Exactly. That's the biggest problem. Obviously there's not enough of her. Yes, I agree. But Cynthia Erivo for the win. Yeah, yeah. And Carmen Cusack to stay on Broadway forever. And I'm just, I just have to say that I'm happy that Jesse Mueller and Carmen Cusack, Cynthia Erivo, I'm glad that we can set that all three of them, we don't have to pick between them in our awards. <laughs> it's true. Leading actor in a musical, Leslie Odom Jr. Yeah, I really hope Leslie wins. Honestly, though, if I had to pick, honestly, if I'm looking at this category and I'm Mm -hmm. voting, I would vote for Danny Burstein. Oh, I still would vote for Leslie. Really? Yeah. That's so surprising. I mean, it's not. But, like, when I I love Leslie so much. And maybe it's because Hamilton feels far away from me and I haven't seen it. And I also feel like I also wouldn't necessarily put him in leading. Like, I think he he makes more sense in leading than Philippa makes in leading. Yeah. But I still don't think he belongs in leading. And I think Danny Mm. Burstein, I just want him to have a Tony. Well, God, me too. (laughs) What if he wins? That would be awesome. What if Lynn and Leslie split the Hamilton vote? And Danny Burstein wins. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Because I love Lynn, and I didn't have a problem with his performance that you might have had. But, like, I do think that of those two characters anyway, Aaron Burr is a much more complex character. So Leslie has more to do. And... Well, yeah, and I also I think I think he also Lynn's winning going to be winning so many other awards right. that I don't know that people will think to 
vote for him in the acting category. Well, I also just think that out of all the things that he contributes to Hamilton, the least performance, the, yeah, like the performance part is like the least. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I like, understand what you mean. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, I do. Oh God, thank God that he contributed the book. Oh, thank God he contributed this music. Oh, thank yeah. God he contributed this. Thank God he contributed the orchestrations, uh, or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Other people could have played the role though. Yeah. Well, and another person does two times a week. Right. It's kind of like, I guess it seems like I think in, the other parts of that he has his hand in, he's irreplaceable in its creation, and his acting yes. is mm-hmm. very replaceable. I, I totally understand what you mean. Yep. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, revival of a musical. The color purple. The color purple. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I love She Loves Me, and it's like a solid revival, mm-hmm. but it it's it's a it's a presentation of a musical right it's not yeah it doesn't change it it doesn't and not that you need to do that i don't think you do need to do that but in a year where you have that up against the color purple you don't go for that yeah the fact that it's winning a lot of things makes me think maybe she loves me will take it and i personally wouldn't be mad about that even though i think that the color purple should win Mm. but but i don't know Mm. yeah i don't know and then best musical with five nominations. I mean mm. nominees. Shuffle along, exciting. motherfuckers. <laughs> That's what I would vote for. I think School of Rock's gonna win. Nah, I really think it's gonna be Bright Star. Do you? Do you think it's gonna be Bright Star? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is this the least, like, I guess the producers probably, it was the same kind of thing going into that oh, year. Oh, but remember when we were watching, like, Book of Mormon, though? That year. Yeah, that too, I guess, those two years. There's been years. plenty of years where we're like, wait, who was, who was it, like, Chris Rock was like, why the fuck do we even, are we even, like, pretending like we don't know that Book of Mormon's gonna win everything? Yeah. <laughs> That's what this year is. It's just Hamilton, Hamilton, Hamilton. And the funniest thing of the whole night is going to be when Lin-Manuel is giving some award speech and is crying and is like, I'm so rum. And everyone's like, you knew this was going to happen. And I appreciate how emotional it is, but you're acting like you're shocked in a way that we know you're just overwhelmed by your emotions. But it's a little funny. (laughs) It's just a little funny. Yeah, like you didn't do no, any emotional t- prep work with your therapist to make sure that you could he- actually speak because you want to be you know you're gonna win so you want to have the presence of mind to be eloquent yeah yeah instead of doing like a Lin-Manuel rap he should like team up with Mark Rylance and like <laughs> read some kind of crazy poem wait what is it what was it there was a a uh, not theater award the Mark Rylance won recently. He won an Oscar. He won an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> and he gave a normal speech. I was watching them with her with my roommate and she, and I was like, "Oh my god, you have no idea. Just wait." He cuz she was like, "Uh." Ah. And I was like, "You have no idea what we're about to experience. It's going to be amazing." And it was like a total nothing happened. Yes. Um, can I just let you know that Cynthia Erivo won the drama desk? Yes! 
Duh. Yes, queen. Oh, I'm so happy for her. I want to see that show again. I need a, I swear to God, I'm going to buy a ticket right now. Oh, also, there was an update. Uh, Bartlett Scher and John Doyle tied for best director of a musical. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And there was a mistake. Like, they only announced one of them. Oh, my God. Oh, the <laughs> dramatists. You beautiful idiots. Yeah. Oh, and Danny Burstein won. Yes. Aw. Yay. That makes me so happy. Good for him. Updating live on the Patty and Emily podcast the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's our Tony predictions. Yep. That's what Um, we think. Yeah. Before we do our regular updates, we have uh, an interview coming out later this week. It's with the fabulous Jose Lana. So that's coming out Thursday. So everybody make sure you listen to that. He, it's a really, he's just delightful. Yes. Yes. We, we did have fun sitting down with him. Carolee, 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 update! The Tuck Everlasting cast recording came out, and now another Carolee Carmelo golden voice of recording has been added to our bookshelves. Oh, thank God. Thank thank, per- thank DMC. For Divine Mother Carolee. I haven't actually given a listen yet. I haven't either. I can't wait to listen to her beautiful voice on recording. Carolee has a voice that is very well captured on recording. It's true, which is interesting because it's such it's a so unique, like, unique it's voice. It's such a unique voice, and it's so cool that, that her voice is so well captured. Yeah. We're all so lucky to be living in the age of Carolee. Now it's time for the Audra McDonald Tweet of the Week. On June 3rd at 10.41 a.m., Audra McDonald tweeted, So devastating, so beautiful, so necessary that we never forget. So proud of my sissy at She's Got Problems. Hashtag Roots with a picture of a screen grab of her watching Roots teleplay by Allison McDonald, her fucking sister. Oh my god, that's so exciting. Like, whatever, it just genius runs in the fam. Right? (laughs) To be in the McDonald family. Oh my god. I hope it's just the two of them and there's not like a third sibling that's like, hey, I uh, live my everyday life. Or their other sibling is like a rocket scientist or a physicist (laughs) or something like that. So cool. You should, um, I know you haven't been watching Roots and I need it. I'm actually going to catch up on the rest of the episodes that I haven't watched yet tonight. Did you watch, have you ever watched the original? I haven't actually. Patty Devery. I know. We didn't like, uh, I was talking about this with someone, I can't remember who. They were like, we watched it in school. And I was like, we watched the fucking Ten Commandments in school. Because I went to a Catholic school. Oh, like, right, 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 right. It was nonsense. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I think I also had watched it. That's funny because I watched Roots in school. Maybe I watched it at home, too. I don't remember. But I also watched the Ten Commandments at home, not at school. <laughs> right. We watch that every year, Passover. Oh. I don't know. I just remember we watched the Ten Commandments, and we watched Angels in the Outfield <laughs> instead of Casper, because um, someone's parent complained about the occult or some bullshit. Oh, my God. Wait, so whoa, we couldn't watch whoa, 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 Casper. So you could watch Angels in the Outfield? Yeah, because angels are different than ghosts, Emily. Oh, but that, oh, would you want to believe that, like, God's divine power is using so that an angel can help coach a kid on a baseball team? Because he has a magic. happens in Angels in the Outfield. I'm thinking happens, of a but... different movie. <laughs> no, there is baseball. It's just the kid's not 
in the field. What's that movie? It's, there is one where some a ghost or something is helping a kid. He actually is playing on the team. Oh, I don't know. Wait, so what Angel what happens Angels in, in the Outfield, at least the remake because uh, I don't think I ever saw the original, but the remake is um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is like in foster care and he's a sad, sad kid. And he goes to the Los Angeles Angels games and they're terrible. And he prays to God or something. Uh, the, and if the Angels win, he's going to like, his dad's going to love him or I don't know. His dad's, his dad's Matt Dillon and he's like brooding on a motorcycle and he's like, I gotta go kid. I can't take care of you. And then, uh, Christopher Lloyd is like the head angel Al. Uh, I think I'm getting that movie mixed up with rookie of the year. Yeah, rookie of the year. I mixed up up both plot lines in my head. (laughs) Because in my head, there was an angel helping a child play on a team. Right. That's what I remember. Rookie of the year, he actually is playing for the Cubs. But he, like, Uh, broke his arm, and so it's real crazy when he throws the ball. Right, it has, like, this weird snap where he all of a sudden can throw it, like, 100 miles an hour. (laughs) Yeah. I love both of those movies. God, 90s, <laughs> 90s, like, young uh, Wait, adult movies. Let me tell you about Little Big League, where a kid inherits the Minnesota Twins from his grandfather, and he becomes the manager. That doesn't make any sense. That's a real movie, and I love it. <laughs> Wait a second. Are you fucking what? kidding me? Amy Morton was in Rookie of the Year. Well, yeah, she was his mom. <laughs> they should make it a musical. <laughs> I'd see it. <laughs> that is so funny that Amy Morton was in it. I love it when people's birthdates so on their Busey. Wikipedia pages are indeterminate. What's indeterminate? On Amy Morton's Wikipedia page, it says born 1958 or 59. Oh, right. Where Because there's like differing right. reports. We're not sure. Anyway, <sighs> Audrey McDonald's sister wrote the teleplay for Roots. Well, I'm going to, I figured, because I, like, I didn't miss it, obviously, whatever, it's on TV, but since I forgot to record it, I was like, I'll just, like, watch it all on demand, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I've been watching it. They they were putting up the episodes up on the History Channel's website the day after. Oh, okay. So I watched, the um, like, the first two or three episodes. You know what else you should watch if we're talking what? about mm, slavery miniseries is... Um, Underground? No, I haven't watched that one yet because I haven't been it's able to really find good. it where I can, anywhere oh, yeah, online right. where I can watch the whole thing because like the first yeah. four episodes aren't available. Um, no, there's a show that I watched on Hulu that I am actually not sure where it came from, but it's called The Book of Negroes and it's really, really good. Really, oh, okay. Really intense, um, obviously, but it was really well, good. Well, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Cool. There's your recommendations for slavery, uh, <laughs> slavery miniseries. miniseries yep. Patty and Emily. Oh, and look, and Miss, Audrey McDonald. Miss District of Columbia just won Miss USA. Oh, great! Good for her. That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Patty the letter N Emily Patty N Emily. You can follow us individually at 
Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go, go see live theater. theater.